Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. This is Chris Weir and Gene Moore. This is the Chris Weir Effect. Please join the journey. And today's topic is leads and how to effectively use them to recruit. Did I get that correct? You got it correct. Episode 16. <clears throat> yeah, so, I mean, using leads to recruit is, uh, uh, you know, it's challenging, and some people would say not, not to do it. And, uh, of course, you don't have to do it. You can take all my advice and, uh, you know, put it in a, in a round uh, file can, as they say, you know, trash it. But I've spoken to a lot of different people and, and talked about a lot of different things when it comes to, well, how to use leads as part of your agency, as part of, can be as part of recruiting or maybe not recruiting, but maybe it's part of uh, retention. So a lot of different ways, right? You could just always pay for half of a lead order. You could always just pay for their second lead order, meaning that they would have to buy the first order. Uh, because if they're not willing to buy the first order, then there must be some assumption that they're not going to be able to sell from the leads. I mean, you wouldn't spend $500 on the mailing to get leads if you thought you weren't going to sell any of the leads. And, but you might spend somebody else's $500 to get the leads and just sort of hope, right? Hope you're going to sell them. So I, I have seen uh, agencies that wouldn't buy the first set of leads. Uh, they would make sure that the agent bought the first set of leads, wrote some business, and then they would uh, buy the second set or assist with the second set. As a retention tool, you could have somebody and you could say, well, you know, after you write your first 25 policies, then I will start uh, helping you with your leads. It, it doesn't, there's so many different ways <clears throat> that, you could, that you could do it. And, and it's going to be different. It might be different. Well, it will be different for, for different agencies, certainly based on what they're willing to do. I, I do think that assisting agents that are writing business, agents that are writing business, if you can assist them with their marketing at some level, I think that does differentiate you. It's, it's risky, so it's a math equation you, you have to do. Uh, but if you're looking big picture, and you got an agent that is writing business, then you know helping them to, to keep writing business and getting them to that place of what we call critical mass where they don't need to buy leads anymore. Maybe that's 300 agents of record and you're you know, servicing those agents and picking up referrals along the way. So you don't need as many, as many leads if that's the case. Uh, for some people, maybe critical mass is 500. You don't mean, do you mean agents, 300 agents, or do you mean policy? No, no, an agent, an agent, you know, 300 uh, policy holders, 300 apps on the books. If you have, uh, if an agent has 300 clients mm -hmm. that they're having the, you know, service, keep up with, support, uh, ask for referrals, and those people, of course, know people that are aging in. So critical mass is what I'm always looking to do. I'm trying to get an agent to critical mass. That is the spot in which they no longer need me. They no longer need uh, direct mail. Uh, they're servicing their clients, re retention, 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 and referrals from those people. It might be 300, it might be 500, it might be 700. It's gonna be different for, for everybody, in my opinion. Some people, 300 is all they can handle. Some people maybe can handle 500. 
before they have to add a, an assistant, whatever that may look like. But um, assisting with leads doesn't just mean buying leads for somebody or buying leads for everybody. You know, you don't have to publish a program necessarily for everyone and do the same exact thing for everyone. Probably makes sense, you know, to have it laid out and, and be fair so that people know the rules. If I write seven, if I write 10, if I write 20, whatever it is, you know, I do a mailing and maybe I sell five of those and I just have to hustle to find two more. I get to seven and then I'm going to get another mailing done for me or another half a mailing, whatever it is. It's not black and white. It's not I have to buy a whole mailing all the time for somebody. You know, let the uh, agent maybe just pay the postage, which would be, you know, about $300 and you pay the rest. Yeah, there's a certain amount of risk involved. You, you mentioned the, the, you know, the risk, but, uh, you know, there's ways to mitigate that. Uh, like you said, picking uh, agents that are producing and they have to earn it. But, but also I'd say being able to, to, if, if somebody isn't successful with whatever leads you, you've gotten for them, being able to roll them over to somebody else oh, the leads. pretty quickly. Yeah. Just, just any leads that come in that you've, you've put out money for them, but uh, you know, they weren't successful. You can, you can move them to someone else. I see what you're saying. Right. So the, the agency has uh, purchased the leads. And so that means if they push the leads to the uh, agent of record here and they, and they don't sell them, uh, then, then you can pull those leads back and right. and send them out to somebody else to go out and see if they can sell sell a few of those. Yeah, and in that scenario, it's a little more work for your agency to have to to manage that. So I, I see where you're coming from. Where if it's just the agent getting the leads, then you're you're not having to really manage too much of it. The, the management part is is really understanding how many sales does it take to justify buying a mailing for somebody when you're just getting a small override, the agent's taking the bulk of the money. That's the real rub when you're assisting, right? So it may be more than seven sales in order to do that, right? I mean, I don't, I don't know the math on that because I don't know what the agency's gonna be getting, but the point here is leads definitely play a role in both recruiting and retention um, you know, of your agents. And so, not just looking at it like I can't afford it, but saying, okay, well, how do we afford it? Well, they got to write seven apps or they got to write 10 or 15 or, or what is it? If they write seven, I pay for half of an order. But if they write 15, I pay for a whole order. You have to look at different ways, different ways of doing it. Uh, but including that, you know, uh, that's a differentiation point as well is, is, is how you use leads. Uh, in recruiting and retention. It can be marketing. It could be websites. Maybe you're paying for coaching so, uh, somebody that can coach them on how to run their own Facebook page as well because they can run their own Facebook page for leads if, if they're analytical thinkers and they want to run their own campaigns. Uh, you can spend marketing dollars on uh, on a, on a coach or training, or maybe you know how to do it yourself. You can coach them and train them and provide some support in, in lead generation through, through Facebook. It doesn't have to include a, a, a direct mail campaign. There's, uh, there's many different ways. One of the people I, I recently met with has relationships uh, with, with hospitals, with senior centers, and, and they have people that 
they, they send their agents out certain days of the week and, and they uh, sit uh, behind a table at, uh, at these uh, senior centers and they, and they may meet people there. That's part of their recruiting a lead gen effort. And I'm a big proponent, although I don't know of anybody who's done it yet. I've told a number of people that there is a real business sharing aspect to a Medicare uh, agent that can meet a funeral home owner. And those are going to be the same clients. A funeral home owner wants to meet the people that live within a five-mile radius of their funeral home. And there is a symbiotic relationship between a Medicare agent and a funeral home owner to be able to bring people into the funeral home, to meet the funeral home, uh, meet the staff, understand what pre-need looks like, and at the same time, receive a real educational seminar from a Medicare agent on, the, on Medicare, on Medicare Advantage, how to handle your health insurance as a senior. And, and doing that as a real service to the community is also a service to the funeral home. And it's a reason for the funeral home to meet those people that they want to meet anyway and provide a service to the community. So I have a wealth of information. You're, you're even suggesting yeah. things that, that even I've never heard of. So I, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's saying something. <laughs> yes. Well, you, when's the last time you left the city you, you live in? We got to get you out of there. <laughs> It was pre I, I, pre-pandemic. When my kids were your kids' age, I was the same way. I was at home. I was dadding. I was dadding. Now they're gone. They're they don't they're not worried about what I'm doing. No, they're not. Nope. Nope. That's uh, you know, just some some thoughts for agents to think about, agencies, brokers, right. how to differentiate themselves using uh, leads. Right. We've listed, you listed plenty of, of, of good ideas, uh, tangible ideas, but, but also the, I'd say you just got to get, sometimes you just got to get creative. Well, you know, doing something that somebody else isn't willing to do, it can, it, it sounds, it sounds risky, uh, but usually sets you apart and uh, brings in the business as well. So, so do it. You got to get out on a ledge, get crazy, man. Guarantee your response rates. Nobody can do that. No. We did it and our business is growing like crazy. Agreed. I'm I'm starting to buy in. Good. You're going to go get licensed. Nope. Nobody at Lead Concepts is licensed. (laughs) No, as as you've said uh, recently, we've got an easy job. Oh, our job is uh, just to tell the truth, tell people what's going to really happen based on our past experience over 30 years. We know what the mailers are going to do, so make sure people don't spend any money without knowing what our expectations are. And whatever we told you, we expect you to believe is true, so we stand behind that. And we've worded that in the form of a, of a promise or a guarantee. That's our blue ocean. Nobody's doing it. And that's what you've got to find as an agent or an agency, an agent, maybe to the senior population, an agency, you know, an agency is, uh, they're writing some uh, apps, I'm sure, themselves, but the agency's clients are the agents in their downline. And so that's the question. Does the agent work for the agency or does the agency work for the agent? Oh, that's deep stuff. But it's true. And that's what's happened at Lead Concepts. I mean, I, I'm, I'm on the road working for all the people at Lead Concepts, making sure that people are learning about Lead Concepts, knowing, knowing who we are, finding out about us and pushing all that back to to the sales team and the marketing team and that finds its way to production and 
I do. I consider that um, I'm working for everyone at Lead Concepts, not the other way around. And that's, I think, an agency has to think that they're, they're working for their clients. And I'm not sure that too many of them think that way. I'd agree. I think that's a somewhat a new approach. Um, you know, look, new is probably the wrong word. Uncommon I mean, that's almost, a, that's almost Unc- a different topic. That's almost like a yeah. whole topic in and of itself. What do you think? I mean, I think that's a huge topic because that is a concept for every business owner, right? At what point do you as a business owner consider the fact that your clients are now the people that work with you, for you, so to speak? So you're working for them to make sure they have, just like when we onboard somebody, Gene, we, we make sure that when they start, they have logins and passwords. They have a desk to sit at. They have they have a chair and a computer that's ready to go. If they're supposed to have business cards, we want to have business cards ready for them by the time that they start. Because what we're saying is we are working for our team members to give them all the tools so that they can be successful. That is the agency model. So thank you, everybody. Thank you for joining the journey today. As you head down the journey, remember, if you like what you hear, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Thank you.